helping you with your breakup and divorce. This is the Coach Brad Podcast, streaming from New Zealand to the rest of the world. And here's your host, Bradley Prouding. Hey everyone, welcome to today's podcast. This is Bradley Prouding, the host of the Coach Brad Podcast. Lovely to have you again. And today we're going to be talking about the begging phase. So what is the begging phase, what to do, what not to do, um, how can it help you, and how long does it last, all that sort of thing. So the first thing that you have to remember is, so there's five phases, right? And we talk about this throughout the throughout the community, and we talk about, I talk about this on my page and my blogs and stuff like that. There's five phases. There's the denial phase, the anger phase, the begging phase, the depression phase, and the acceptance phase. So the begging phase is basically where you're kind of you're going through this breakup you know you could be two or three months in and you're going through what's called breakup fatigue which is something that not a lot of people know about but it's it's very true where you start to weigh up the pros and cons of actually splitting up and things start to get real you haven't been with your partner for a wee while so you're having some withdrawals um, you might have been doing the 30 day no contact plan it might have worked it might have not and you're just struggling you just you just think that it would be better if you were just back with him you start to go back on things that you once stood up for and said no to, such as like moving to a different state or moving to a different place or taking a different job, different country, you know, all those sorts of things that you once stood up for yourself and said no and then ultimately probably why the relationship broke up because you both couldn't come to an agreement on something. So now you're just, you're sort of caving in. So I totally get what you're saying. I, I totally get where you're at. If if for some of you, and I know this is this is quite common, if you are seriously wanting your ex back, um, then the best thing you can possibly do is to continue throughout the five phases and get to the end, and then make a logical, serious decision. Hey, should I actually get back with my ex? You know, do we have like do I have a good reason to get back with my ex? Do I do I have kids? Do I have assets that we can't split? Did I have a good relationship, but something went wrong that we can fix? There's a whole lot of reasons that you could get back with your ex, and there's a whole lot of reasons why you shouldn't get back with your ex. Now, a lot of the time when people come to me and they want their ex back, I sort of, I weigh up the options with them, and a lot of the time I sort of say, okay, this probably isn't the best for my, my client, but I'll take them through the five phases anyway, and then they can make the decision at the end. So the other thing that you have to remember too is when you want your ex back, you have to understand, okay, something went wrong, something broke down, I have to go and work on myself. So if you were uh, jealous in the relationship, if you had third party involvement in the relationship, you have to go away, you have to hold your status, and we'll talk about status in a second, and I've spoken about status in, in other podcasts. You have to hold your status um, level with your your partners or your ex-partners and you basically just have to go through the process and work on yourself and re-attract that person so if you really want your ex back then you have to re-attract them it's not good enough to get to say the depression phase and want your ex back or have your ex back you know you have to go through right till the end and see it out and then work on what actually broke down if you want a successful um reunion with them okay so the begging phase is essentially like i said before like it happens a couple months in and it's kind of like 
you know, it kind of matches up with shock a little bit. It kind of matches up with the denial phase where you're kind of just like on edge, you really want the back. Um, you start to figure out, okay, these kind of blue haired weirdos on, on Tinder or on Bumble or Hinge or whatever, they're just, they're not so good. Um, and you sort of think, oh, I'll never do better than my ex. And so this is really common. Okay. So, um, what not to do during the beginning phase? Don't message your ex. Okay. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. Okay. No. So when it comes down to it, you, you have to understand that nothing you say will change the situation. And in fact, even if what you said brought them back, the same thing would happen again. So don't think that the words that you say, and, and you have to remember females, they're emotionally charged. So it doesn't matter what you say, it matters what you do. So anything that you say during the begging phase, when it comes to begging for them or, or asking them back or agreeing to things that you didn't once agree to, um, you like that ain't going to do it. Like, I'm sorry, but you can't, you can't sit there and, and tell your ex, okay, like I've, I've worked on myself. I really want, I really want you back. That sort of thing. That, that's not going to do it. Like you have to have your ex emotionally charged and that has to come by reattracting her after the relationship. Okay. So when you, when it comes to the beginning phase, don't message. It ain't going to do nothing. Like it ain't going to do nothing. Okay. And the other thing too, is it looks really ugly. And okay, so let me explain this as well, because this is something I, I talk to a lot of my clients and my guys about. Okay, so you have what's called a status. You, you and your ex, you both have a status. And basically, during your breakup, your ex kind of, you're both kind of fishing, seeing where your status lies, seeing what sort of person that you can attract, what sort of people come in. Um, and, and, basically like more often than not like if if say for instance like your ex she started going out with someone um and you were bothered about that guy and you showed your ex that you were bothered about that guy then that is where your stat that is where your status sits like lower than that guy okay even if he's like the ugliest guy in the world like that is where your status sits and so that basically gives your ex an indication hey you know my my ex-boyfriend is actually like a little bit of a loser and she starts to lose respect for you okay so, but if for instance in if like I, I I've got clients at the moment and um so for instance like she your ex goes out she goes to a bar she gets hit on by someone who's you know not not so nice um and you kind of joke about it with her then she's like holy like holy cow like my ex actually is like high status, high status or, or whatever. And, and if that's the only guy that she can get, then like that kind of shows you where her status is at, right? So you need to keep your status intact. You don't want to pitch lower than your ex. And you, if you're wanting your ex back, you don't want to show your ex that you're pitching lower than her. So that's that's really important. So if, if you want your ex back, um, only this is going to sound so stupid but only get like only have someone around only like include a third party if it raises your status don't include a third party or don't see anyone if it lowers your status okay because it's that's damage and then you're on kind of like a cleanup or a damage control okay so okay so first of all we've covered don't message them your status okay now we're going to cover how long does it take so it's it's basically just going to it is going to take, so in my experience, okay, I'm going to say a month. It's going to take a month. 
and I don't usually like, like I don't usually like to put times on things or say yeah it's going to take this long or that long but usually the begging phase takes months until you fully understand um and you transition from kind of like that like the, it's it's like three phases of crap you've got the anger phase the begging phase and the depression phase all at all like simultaneously and it's it's basically just like three three phases of crap right so you're going to go from like this begging state into a depression state next which is like even more more exciting so so yeah that's that that's kind of like my best um my best piece of advice is don't message your ex during the begging phase um message someone else do something else uh come and listen to the podcast i've got some great stuff i've got um detachment scripts i've got 30 day no contact um plans i've got pre-written conversations i've got my ebook like like come and be a part of the community post in the groups like actually talk to people um like there are other things that you could be doing um i know a lot of the time like during the begging phase you're kind of like you're checking your phone all the time you know your 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 subconscious is kind of like um it's 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 real like you have to reset your subconscious as well and what you're doing and like that's kind of where you're at as well is, is if your ex moves out then you're going to have these kind of withdrawals like subconsciously right so if you usually have dinner at like seven and your ex moves out you're probably not going to have dinner at seven anymore right because because with him with a man like a female adds structure to to his life but with a male we're very we're very spontaneous we're very sporadic we're very kind of like here there everywhere kind of thing right so a female adds structure to a to a male's life and when a female leaves and that structure has gone like it's it's kind of like it's difficult for us to um it's difficult for us to kind of like you know what i mean like i i remember um when i was in germany and we always used to have like coffee and cake at like four o'clock whatever three o'clock four o'clock and it was crazy because like as soon as i broke up with my ex i kept having like i i kept thinking that i was going to have like coffee and cake at four and it was it took ages to get out of that and that's kind of like it like what it is for a lot of people where they have kids and they get up in the morning and it's kind of like a phantom routine where or a ghost routine i like to call it where you think that you have to do something but you're actually out on your own now so it's like your ex might have the kids and you know in the mornings they would run in and jump in bed with you or give you a wee cuddle and like it's not like that anymore and and it's kind of like you start to feel that now you start to really kind of miss that and so my my best piece of advice is like stay strong get what you can out of um out of the kind of the the relationship or the breakup um if you are wanting to split up then i know it's a tough time but just messaging your ex isn't going to change the situation um your best thing now to do would be like hey how can i how can i invite, uh, like how can i invest in myself how can i move forward like how do i actually get through this and then it's a cleanup right you're on the cleanup now you're like how do i get custody how do i get you know this how do i buy my ex out of this house or how do i move forward how like so you're on, on kind of a cleanup now and if you want those things that you had in the relationship back like your kids or your structure or, or animals then you have to clean up the mess before you can get it back and so the the, the first thing that i would say is um like just like invest in yourself 
that's all you have now invest in yourself and you'll see it you'll see it in tenfold seriously so that's what i have for you today for the begging phase i hope you've um taken a lot from it and learned a lot from it and yeah let's catch up tomorrow